0: Yeah. album and of it's the year the album
1: after this um, King for a Day is the next one okay an album of the year uh, then hiatus
0: ah uh, God. you know hiatus yeah nothing came on Apple Music from that oh sorry they went
1: on oh, hiatus they <laughs> went. <laughs> bellend hi this is my friend Daphne and I'm Celeste
0: yo it's a personal jukebox podcast my name's Simon Stuart Boy's back with us again fate has brought
1: us together again <laughs>
0: are you doing your right
1: yeah juxtapositions and youe all round. <laughs>
0: juxtaposition, the and there's another one as well that somebody somebody emailed me about the other day and said it was like another one of your trademark um, catchphrases, and I can't remember what it was. God damn it. Right, I'll remember as we go on. Right, you're joining us here on this episode. We are very excited to be covering Faith No More's Angel Dust album.
1: This has been a while coming,
0: hasn't it? This who'd thunk it?
1: Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one for a long time.
0: Yeah, I know. You know, I said that to my kid the other day. I said, oh, who'd thunk it? And he was like, what? Who'd have thunk it? So, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I Just doesn't
1: oh, translate, does it? Oh, oh, let me tell you a story. Yes. Yeah, let me tell you a story. Yeah. Um, for those who can't see me, yeah, chrome dome. Um, very near. <laughs> yeah, normally, chrome dome. This is a week's growth. Yeah, this is a really? week's growth. And I had a beard up until R. Oh, That's I, amazing. How big was it? Okay, yeah, yeah, you got some yeah, decent growth going yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, wife told me to get rid, yes. and after about three four days it had to go. Yes. But I was out in Kiddie the other week, and I'll explain the parlance for those who might not be familiar. I popped a group of kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, when I say pop, what are When I This is this, this is the way we talk. Yes, um, you got over with you, the ute. Yeah, I got over with the ute. When your team scores, and that reaction, that oh, yeah. that's a pop that's a pop so anyway these kids obviously been up to no good they've got that shifty look scrotes yeah scrotes they're coming out of somewhere and they've got a bit of a shifty look about them and they, and they kind of see me but they're not that old and vast in number that um you know <laughs> you they, didn't they're feel they're just threatened. gonna not care so you know it's, you know, they bought, let's check if he's alright alright mate yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway I'm walking how old were they I'd say 14, 15. Okay, yeah. Um And the best part was their initial reaction because they think, here's an old geezer. He doesn't get the cultural reference. Here's me with my chrome dome and my beard. And one says, um, hey, mate, you look a bit like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I said, what? <laughs> They're thinking you know, I don't get it. He says again, you look a bit like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I said, what? what? And then they popped. Yeah. Oh, and yes. Just, I am so proud of that. So pleased. <laughs> that. It's been and, the highlight of my year.
0: And there he was, sinking a prime energy drink and smoking a disposable within
1: five minutes
0: later. Oh. <laughs> the trials and tribulations of life on the mean streets of Giddemonstead. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And then about an hour later, <laughs> I paid £6.10 for a pint. Good Lord. It was the only one I had. God I did damn. not
0: have a second £6.10, that's
1: really expensive, that was, isn't
0: it? Oh, it was. What did you have, quite a point of
1: what? Uh, Beaver Town Neck Oil. Oh, it's fucking
0: artsy fartsy fucking beer that is, isn't it's a it? Nice, you're driver, paying You're paying a premium for that.
1: Oh, I didn't pay a premium for another one.
0: <laughs> was it as nice as a, um, a canned version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. A level above, but yeah. you know, nothing tastes mm. good at £6.10. No, it, it doesn't. It tastes of tears.
0: Days <laughs> of tears. Yeah. Like the of full of pissed tears and turds. Um, In 1992, when this album was released, you wouldn't be paying £6.10 a, a point then? No. What, was what, it what, pound what,
1: a point in those days? Um, well,
0: student nights in '95, '96, when I were going, it, yeah. was, I remember it being 50p a point for some hours. 50p a point? i yeah. 50p a point. I reckon that was oh, all the I shit that they
1: poured back up, yeah. in out of the drip trays there. I tell you what, I'd... Oh. I mean, you remember what we were like 20 years ago, the 50p a pint, I would have been sitting here
0: now, I'd be dead. <laughs> 50p a pint, and there was an hour a pound a pint, and then I think the hour after that was 50p a shot.
1: Yeah. Have ever been a shots, man?
0: I haven't really, but in that hour, I yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was when, for some reason, I'm fucking repulsed by the taste of it now, but Southern Comfort. Oh, I yeah. loved a bit of yeah. Southern Comfort really? in that hour. Oh, no. But now, no. No, definitely not. It's definitely where I decided that I didn't like Jack Daniels.
1: Okay. I had a Jack Daniels spell, but Mm. not now. No,
0: no, no. It's not actually nice, is it? No. No. Are you a spirits guy at all? Not in
1: any way, shape or form. Yeah. You've thrown some gin at me, haven't you, post-pod? Yeah. In the past. Yeah. Um, You're not a
0: gin guy, really. No, I don't get it. It's like liquid potpourri.
1: Yeah.
0: You had a sniff of the uh, Albanian raki just, didn't you? I mean, that's potent.
1: Yeah, it, that, was, that was that was not good.
0: It, it's in like um, um, a, a normal water bottle, because it's home. It's like, looks like it looks like As you said, moonshine. Yeah, I yeah. sniffed that. it. Yeah. It's moonshine. I was told by the person who gave it me that it's um, they don't know exactly the percentage of it, but it's definitely over 60. That was the only thing that they said. Yeah, <laughs> not going near that. They'll find you on the street up there if you have some of that tonight.
1: Rest assured of now.
0: <laughs> yes, so back to nineteen ninety two we go for this episode. We're heading out of our um cultural warm blanket of the ninety four to ninety eight era and going before that. Absolutely. I'm um, eleven
1: when this comes out.
0: Um how old am I? Uh, seventy eight. So fourteen. Yep. I can't remember this album coming out.
1: Definitely I came to Face No More um retrospectively. Mm. This could be like the most embarrassing thing I ever say on this podcast, but we've covered before my kind of baptism into alternative music is your Seattle um, plus what, American alt
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, scene of the time. I love to use the word, word grunge, but and Rage Against the Machines debut. So, you didn't have the resource to kind of listen to everything then. No. So, your alternative music press, they covered face no more. Now, I was thinking about this this week and I did pinpoint it somewhere else, but I completely and just horrifically and embarrassingly miscategorised them. I just lazily lumped them in with Poison, Warrant, and Motley Crue. Oh, really? Because they were just existing. And I'll tell you what I think they did
2: really? it. Really? Bill
1: and Ted's bogus journey when Jim Martin shows up in yes, the early stage, and yeah, he, he stage shirt, and he looks like he does, yeah. and Bill and Ted being kind of the genre they are, it's like, okay, Faith No More, they're there. And that's ridiculous, because no I've just mentioned grunge, yeah. or the fashion that was grunge, and the bands that were associated, and we've covered on previous episodes, so I'm a Pearl Jam diehard. Let's be honest, Pearl Jam, I've got more in common with Poison than Faith No More.
0: Um, oh, yeah, there's definitely more... Yeah. Uh, they definitely love a noodle, especially on the first, third jam album, as we discussed, yeah,
1: Yeah. Um, so, sort of, 12, 13 year old me, got that, horribly, horribly, no,
0: that's amazing, isn't it,
1: yeah, absolutely,
0: when I first got into, like, real music, Faith No More, were kind of, um, say, my friend's, older brothers, yeah, band, yeah, yeah, there was definitely a couple of lads at school, who had older brothers, who were into Faith No More, Yeah, 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 And I definitely remember
1: Epic. Well, it was Epic that did it. It was probably a Probably not years the later. time I'm thinking, though. Yeah, we're at a rock bar, underage. Yeah. And um, I'm with a lad called Gaz. Not our Gaz Davis. Mm-hmm. But Epic comes on, and he's like, oh, face no more. I'm like, this is face no more. And he lends me the real thing, and mm. I tape it. Mm-hmm. And I come to this album that we're doing today. Probably a couple of years later, when there's a bit more disposable in the pocket.
0: Okay,
1: um, I was in
0: a band in like '90. Oh Christ, where are we talking here? '94, '95 time. Lovely little five-piece. We were playing classic cock rock kind of music. Oh yeah. The guitarist was a big Van Halen fan. Uh, the bassist was a big um thunder skin them yeah, yeah. kind of bands yeah. iron maiden fan yeah and there i was as a, a 90, in 94 being a bit of a um bit of alternative bit of jovi kind yeah. of fan yeah and we were in this band and then we had this guitarist and uh he was fantastic at the time you know what i mean he was like the best guitarist i'd ever seen yeah kind of thing uh, and one week he said oh can my mate come and join the band and they were like well, what's he gonna do and he said oh he plays the keyboards and we okay. were like, mm, I don't know, but a lot of bands, cock rock bands especially, had a keyboardist as well, didn't they? So I let you bring him along, and he can there uh, come. And to be blunt, this cunt turned up <laughs> with with a kangol beret, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten what his name was. Yeah, the guitarist was called John, but I've forgotten what his mate was called. And he joined the band, and he was a Faith No More fan. Okay. Um, and I remember at the time him going like, oh, Angel Dust, yeah, it's fucking like the best album in the world. Um, and straight away, I hated this guy, and so I took against Faith No More.
1: I've done that.
0: You in know the what past. I mean?
1: Um, you've done a Mannix episode recently, haven't you? Yeah. I took against the Manics for the reason of a super fan that I knew. Yeah. And oh, I've never really gotten over that in this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still hate Norwich City because I met somebody who was an Norwich City fan, and I thought he was a cock.
1: Oh, I'll <laughs> I, I think of one by the break. A club I hate due to a fan association. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one. <clears> Actually, <throat> um, well, currently, um, someone who's kind of taken their mantle is Swindon. Oh, Swindon God, for the size of club they are, they've got some jumped up spots to support them. Oh, I don't. I don't think I've ever met a Swindon fan. Oh, Swindon are properly jumped up. But the one that used to get me for their fans and. I'm gonna have some people hate me for this, but I shed no tears for them when they went. Was mm. Berry. Oh yeah, Berry Oh really? Oh God, yeah. I met
0: one Berry fan. It was a girl who was doing a shop fitting at B and Q once. That okay. Was it. Yeah, but now I've never met a Berry fan. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm yeah. just opening my cans here.
1: Yeah, just just in games. Um, yeah. Kind of being around, kind of berry fans on the day you're playing them. Yeah. That were a one, but yeah, Swindon have taken their mantle since they went. You've got to have one. I know an Albion fan who he, he think he used to think it was hilarious. My hatred of Berry. Oh Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got that. Cl- oh, you've got Norwich. I bet you've got another one.
0: Um, yeah, I probably have. I somewhere think, along I was the talking
1: about this to to a guy once. I don't know, really, the other ninety-one out of the ninety-two. You can pretty much find a reason to hate find a reason all of them, can't you?
0: Look, at the moment...
1: He's got an axe to grind with all of them yeah. for some reason.
0: At the moment, the team I dislike the most, it yeah. should be like Liverpool or Man City, but I hate Newcastle at the moment. I get it. I fucking hate Newcastle. Get it. Turning up with their fucking Saudi money, thinking that they're ace, and they are not even like splashing the cash, and they're, they're still qualifying for the Champions yeah, League, yeah. and thinking that they're ace, going to the ACM and stinking up the joint with a 0-0 yeah. draw. Yeah.
1: They haven't started to flex the muscle yet, either. No. Oh, no. it's coming though isn't yeah, all comes, it you know, it's coming, mean, yeah now, i time. thought this the summer gone would yeah, be the one now that annoying. they've got that champions league draw yeah yeah the, the allure to get the players in and it didn't happen no i know it's weird then, isn't it really yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i thought here we go this is where this is where they start to yeah. they drop the rocket to them at this point
0: and obviously i hate like, arsenal because all their fans are fucking cockney gobshites <laughs>
1: <laughs> the lots of them <laughs> You love Arsenal fan TV. Oh,
0: good lord. I mean, come on. <laughs> right, should we get back to Faith No More? Yes. Um, yeah, so this lad came along, he loved Faith No More, so that made me take against them straight off the bat. But I listened to Epic at the time, and I kind of thought, oh, this is a bit different. Yep. Yeah, even though it's not really, yeah. To be honest, Mike Patton's vocals remind me a bit of Whitfield Crane. Not from
1: Ugly Kid joke? Yeah, okay.
0: in that era.
1: Well, he's a bit frat boy esque. Yeah, and know. he had like the long, like hair in the
0: at the time. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. really long hair. He
1: so, feels out of place in face no more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do agree with that. And I didn't realise, and obviously, a few years later than that, and but I've known for a lot of years that they had a previous singer.
1: Oh, they had several. Yeah. I mean, oh,
0: wow. Well, oh, Courtney Love.
1: Yeah. I mean, in their formative years before they were signed, you've got, and it's a big element of this album, really. Face No More are three core members, Bill Gould, Roddy yes. Bottom, Whiteboarding. Yeah. and yeah. in their early gigging days, it was a bit of a, was it a gimmick? They actually aimed to have a different singer and a different guitarist every show, oh, is that every right? live show.
0: A different guitarist, yeah. even? Yeah. So, Jim, I know Jim Martin wasn't there from the very start, mm. and to me, you said... Pattern always seemed out of place. Yeah. I always thought Jim Martin's. Jim seemed Martin out of place. is
1: massively out of place. And if we can skip to something that kinda gives a bit of insight into this album, gives a bit of insight to them as a band, it's a bit of an essay question really, this we'd have to prep for this, but we could probably do a whole podcast on it. <laughs> there has never been an alt rock or metal band Less dependent on guitars than Faith No More. Discuss
0: straight off the bat, I'd say probably the least important element of this album we're going to cover is yeah, the guitar. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
1: But it's when Jim is given the chance to shine, he's got some chops.
0: Oh, Jim Martin's a fantastic guitarist, he's yeah, like he's a really good guitarist, yeah. he is. But one thing I've noticed, um, some of that pops up on this album a lot and previous stuff is.
1: It's basically a rhythm section with a vocalist. Absolutely, absolutely. That is what that dynamic, or sort of, kind of dig into periodically. The influence they had on new metal—they're the original new metal band.
0: Some people would class them as like an an originator of new metal. They wouldn't,
1: but yeah. Mm. The influence is—it's as plain as the Um, nose.
0: I think it is because one of the things I said before on episodes, new metal bands is. All about the bass is probably turned up a bit more on new metal bands. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's more clunky. Especially oh, yeah. with like corn and them and oh. the, the more heavier of the bands.
1: Y- you're digging into my observations here. Um there is no Fieldy in Corn without Bill Gould. Yeah, me. yeah, I'd say so, yeah. They You ever heard Corn's cover of it predates this album, predates um Mike Patton's with uh, Chuck Mosley, the previous frontman. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard Corn's cover of We Care A Lot? No. It's their best song. Best well, track, best song.
0: Well, putting my cards on the table, mm. oh, I think it might be Faith Moore's best song. Okay. The stuff previous to this album suffers from that, um, what should we say, that era's production. Yeah, yeah. It that. sounds a bit thin. Yeah. Yeah, even like the real thing sounds a bit thin. I don't know if everything was filled out as much then. And this, after listening to this album, uh, I spent a whole day listening to just, I said, oh, Apple Music, play Faith No More. Okay. And it just played, like, I probably listened to every Faith No More song since then that's been on an album. Okay, great stuff. Um, I mean, Christ, it runs the gamut. But all the early stuff, definitely, like, I don't know, it's just that era of production. But I love We Care a lot. I think that's yeah. a really good thing. Oh, What's a song. cracking tune? Oh, man. You know Just is? that line, it caught me by surprise where it was like, um, what is it? We care about Transformers. Because they're, they're more than
1: meets the eye. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> fantastic. It is. That, like, I, you saying about Game Pass, I popped yeah, that
1: That's them in a nutshell. <laughs> Self aware, tongue in cheek.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that as we go through. <laughs> this was, as we said, the follow up to The Real Thing, which had Would You Steal Class as Faith Manual's biggest song. Epic on it?
1: Or would it, you say... It's... Commercially, it's probably the tack on track at the end of this album. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That was the alternative the I was going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But of, of their
1: originals, yeah, it's it's epic. Uh,
0: apparently, they wanted to move away from what they were classed at the time as funk metal yeah. to a more theatric sound. Uh,
1: they've, they've definitely gone avant-garde. And interestingly, on real thing. Mm. The album was kind of ninety ninety five percent written, and I don't know if in the can. Mm. But when Patton joined, um, yeah, yeah, so that's he right. Was performing yeah. their songs. This is the first Face No More with Mike Patton album. So this is the first one. It's got his stamp on, and oh, it shows.
0: Uh, how much stuff had he done? Had Mister Bungle done before he joined Faith No More? Had they
1: done one album? I don't maybe?
0: know. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Mr. Bungle fan? Or is um, that a bit too much?
1: Maybe a bit too much. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. doubt. There's a Mr. Bungle track on this album. Oh, fuck, there 100%. is. Yeah.
0: Well, it's what I consider to be a Mr. Bungle track on the yeah. album. Yeah. I'll we'll be see, it's we'll it's see if that's the same I'll one. Bet it's the same one.
1: I've, I've definitely. Maybe point at it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you said I thought it was either that or another one. Okay. But yeah that's, yeah. yeah, that's the one. I've definitely heard one Mr. Bungle track. Yeah. I believe they've only put an album out, not well, semi-recently.
1: They're kind of they've always been a in inverted commas going concern, have not they?
0: Yeah, I think that might be a bit too much for me as well. I know their recent gigs. Apparently, they're not playing any of the songs that the Mr Bungle fans want to hear. Heavy pattern. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what I, That's exactly what I thought at the time. Um, this is their best-selling album they only top ten album in the US, really? which which okay. surprised me. Yeah. I thought that because I would have thought um, subsequent albums would have probably... Sort of piggybacked it? Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. In one breath, yeah, it's a surprise, but in another, not so much. I'll elaborate later.
0: Okay. Um, as you said, we've got Mike Patton on vocals, we've got um, Mike, Mike Boarding on yep. drums, Roddy Bottom, fantastic name, on keyboards.
1: Was he homosexual? roddy yes, yes openly yes, yes that's right. there's a track on here that um and this was in
0: no- 90s you know what i mean yeah. when you know we weren't as, yeah. as as it is now yeah 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 one yeah,
1: of the tracks he writes on here are uh, there's <laughs> a fan theory that goes round that it's a rib on pattern um okay. getting him to sing it with his kind of okay. macho frat boy look and i oh, it, it oh, Okay, we'll
0: take a punt on that as well. Um, Billy Bould, as you said, on bass, and Jim Martin on guitars. This is, of course, the last album that features Jim Martin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you say, a bit of an outlier. Yeah. Big musical differences. Yeah. Um, Apparently, character-wise, personality-wise, wasn't a good fit.
0: When I first got into buying Kerrang!, and stuff like that, was around the kind of time, I think, where Jim Martin was leaving Faith No More. OK. Because that was like a massive story, I remember. Or yeah. well, definitely around that early period. I can remember there was interviews with Jim Martin at the time. I, I I did actually look to try and find some, but it's really hard to find some of them old interviews online. He was fired, yeah, fired by the band by not being into the music at the time. He still wanted to do... Funk metal or yeah, yeah. metal stuff. Yeah. He's, a, he's a metal guy, isn't he? Oh, 100%. Apparently you now he's a champion pumpkin grower. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting isn't yeah. Um And in the later years, he's described this album as being gay disco. I've
1: I've read that before. Yeah. I've read that before. He, he wasn't into this at all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Was he? Originally, apparently, they worked on the demos individually with songs and then sent them to Jim Martin so he could do his guitars stroke approval on the songs. Yeah. This album changed this, because Patton, obviously, as you said, he became the lyricist and far more involved in the creation of the songs on this album.
1: Absolutely, and another thing, um, notes I've read uh, over the years about um, the writing and recording of the album is your core three members, Gold, Bottom, Boarding, there was a bit of frustration there with both Patton and Martin that hmm. they were really dragging their feet around the creative process and really like a okay. article and that... If there was a band tension there, it does come across. It really comes across in the album.
0: Because it's a okay. tense album. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't feel that, but. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. maybe elaborate on that okay. later. You you said before about Chuck Mosley. Mosley?
1: Yeah. Mosley? Mosley? I'll, I'll say Mosley, but mm, uh, yeah, yeah. but we've got Mosley down the road in Birmingham. So. <laughs>
0: Ian, he died a few, four, Very five recently, years ago. Yeah. 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 Overdose. Was that what it was? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Overdose. Um, he was kicked out because he was always fighting with Billy.
1: Yeah, there back was, in the day. Uh, yeah, big personality clash. And do you like them early albums with him singing? The first two were the weakest albums in their catalogue. Oh, do you like, think? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, when when Patton comes in, even more than soul.
0: is is the latest album they've released, Soul Invictus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every track I heard off that, I was like. Really? Oh, okay. Man. Um. Aside from um separation anxiety. Okay. That was the yeah. one that stood out. Once it got going. Okay. Um. Everything else, I was like, <laughs> dear listener, <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. I was thinking, I bet Boyd likes this. I don't like it. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
1: Should we cut to the end to give our grades? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, let's let's get into what's happening at the time, nineteen ninety-two. Um this is gonna be interesting. The number one song in the UK at the time was this If you change your
2: mind, I'm the first in line, Honey, I'm still free, take a chance on me.
0: we got Erasure, with their ABBA-esque EP. We've covered this before, I hate ABBA. <laughs> but do you hate um, Erasure as well? Mm, I'll tell you yeah. what, in... No, I, <laughs> I never liked Erasure, apart from I think Little Respect is actually a really good song. Yeah. Well, the wee
1: of is a class. Mm, no, it's <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> do you not like it, no? No, yeah, not at all. Um
1: no the original's uh, better.
0: No, it's not. Oh, dearie mate Okay. Um number one on the album charts. Talking of um Yeah. only Talking about the cover. <laughs> we've got Lionel Richie with his um, I don't know if this was a was it an album or was it a best of album I don't know back to front Lionel Richie yes, this sir. obviously is with Diana Ross this one yeah,
1: yeah. I just think Chandler and Janis <laughs> Chandler and Janis fantastic mate. oh yeah still class and I I want to share it's just actual tune, isn't it? Though? It is, and you've got to love a bit of Lionel. He's oh, like, man. he's fantastic. The same way Tom Jones is
0: fantastic. I don't like dancing on the ceiling that much. Yeah, um, gotta love Hello. Oh God, yeah, it's yeah. fucking immense. Absolutely, it's, like, it's absolutely. Hello is better than anything on this album. <laughs> It is. Just think of the gravitas of hello. Hello, is it a tune? It is a tune. It is a tune. It's a green, it's a tune, anyway. Uh, Number one in the US. I think we've had this before, somehow.
2: Girl, you know we belong together. Yeah, you do. I have no time for you to be playing my heart like this. You'll be mine forever, baby.
0: Man, the end of the night.
1: Oh yeah, the last <laughs> dance. Cybered <laughs> last dance. to the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. You and Ning had this on an episode, I think. I
0: did, yeah, I definitely remember hearing this before. <laughs> yeah, boys to Men with End of the Road, everybody knows it. Right, shall we get into this fight? No Let's war, do right. it. Something I was absolutely amazed at. Straight away, is that this reached number two on the UK album charts? I know,
1: I saw that today, and that's just yeah. that does not compute um, at all. But then, I don't know if we've done this kind of on mic in the past, talked about this. I've historically thought that the album charts, when physical albums were a thing, were more reflective of the singles charts than what the Died in the Wall music obsessives were listening to and buying. Um, At the t- and your charts were for your casuals. Yes, yeah,
0: I do agree with you. Yeah, with that, there's a lot of times where there's bands that popped up and they had a really high entry. Yeah, and they might have only been there for a week or a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um,
1: because all the fans bought it that week. That, that's probably why. Because even that said, yeah, two still seems preposterously high.
0: Yeah, in '92, um, you know, if Lionel Richie is the number one album. Yeah and this is number two, I yeah. mean, what's going on? They're not inhabiting <laughs> the same stratosphere,
1: are they? But they are a little bit, aren't they, as well as we, as we well, said? Well, obviously they <laughs> are, yeah. because they, as will become clear if you've never heard this album before. But, uh, although it wasn't an original track on the album.
0: No, it wasn't. We'll cover that when we get yeah. to it, yeah. Um, what's going on with the cover?
1: Oh, just, the, yeah. the, the cover's interesting. The yeah. cover and the cover and the back cover. Oh, I haven't kind seen of the back fit, cover. It, oh, they fit into the mood.
0: Oh, do they? Yeah. So the front cover is... um is It's not it's like, a swan, is it's it? It's like a
1: crane, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. W- w- with a nice, mellow, Bob, Bob Ross-esque yeah. blue background. You know, Bob the Joy of Painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his yeah, big yeah. afro. You know, just um. stick that on and sit back and lose four hours. Just, ah, what <laughs> a good place. Watching him knock up some landscapes. And then... The back cover's like some. It's basically an abattoir. Proper
0: juxtaposition. Proper juxtaposition. Yeah, it is. Um, Angel Dust, the title. Yeah. I can remember as well being um, young and hearing of Angel Dust. I yeah. believe it's referred to as PCP now. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, God, a woman took Angel Dust and put her baby in the microwave. It was like them proper scare things. Mm. It's in America. Like, we don't get Angel Dust over here. Um Dunno, never took it, never known anybody who's took it. Same. Yeah, I don't know. Angel does. Um, what was it? Bottom said. It is bottom, isn't it? Yeah. Botten, bottom. Bottom. Yeah. He said, We called it the album that because it summed up what we did perfectly. Um it was a beautiful name for um a hideous drug.
1: Reflected in the um in the artwork front and back. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. There you go, there you go. Right, let's kick this off. And it's going to be really hard to get a real feeling of these songs so I do encourage anybody to go away and listen to this album really because and headphones yeah, oh headphones do actually yeah, make a, decision, uh, a difference I say like, this all reason, the time yeah. um, because these songs oh god I don't know they, they they wind their way through the songs and go into many different bits and pieces absolutely um,
1: many conduits yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely um now this when this came on i'm thinking to myself this is exactly what i expected from five no More. it's a chugging along driven by the rhythm section oh, i mean bass
1: a, driven hundred percent yeah
0: bass yeah. driven the, it's like just a soaring like a buzzing guitar keep on coming in and out
1: well those core members those three core members that we talked about heartbeat of the band um, the chemistry between all the parts—it's—it's oh, it's so interesting throughout this album, but especially with the keys. I said, would you say that um, certainly what you and I have covered, not not including Gaz and Neil, but this would be the most metal band that we've kind of covered before. Um, and yeah, who in terms of metal—not your hair metal, hmm. but in terms of you can more conventional metal. Yeah, Jim Martin, it's kind of a bands, linear, yeah. Was using keys but also using synths so predominantly. Um,
0: No, as I said to you, it was more rock bands who were using
1: synths. Yeah, Yeah? definitely. And this is incessant and groovy with solos. And the guy I go hiking with is a few years younger than me. Mm. Um, And he's listened to a bit of Faith No More this year. And the way he's categorised them is it's like the new metal bands I grew up with, but one step removed. So he's saying like one step behind, but this is where I bring the, uh, the vocals into this and the contrast and the how easily pattern switches between stylings, between growls and Mm -hmm. almost rapping. And there's some death metal (coughs) vocals on this album. It's so organic and it feels the undertones are so subtle and it feels genuinely dangerous. And you contrast that with something like disturbed their big song, Down with the Sickness. And you know that bit in Down with the Sickness that was written and performed by a grown ass man. <laughs> you know the No mommy don't do it again. Dude, don't I laughed at the Oh happened. my good God. It's trying so hard to create that ambience that just comes so naturally with Face No More. The only thing I dislike about this track is the um is it even a sample? That little bit at the end of a couple of choruses that Here's how to order. It's a bit gimmicky. I'll tell you what it reminds me of. It's that bit in Robocop. The uh, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. It <laughs> reminds me of that a little bit, and I've never liked that. Other than that, you like your scene setter as an opener.
0: Yeah. Perfect. This is going to be an interesting episode. Yeah. The worst thing I think about Fay Thunmore is Patton's vocals. Okay. I find it, him intensely annoying. Okay. I know he. I know that he's this vocalist who can apparently sing in six, six octaves. Oh, God, yeah, he can. And he can do all the stuff, and he's technically good. Yeah. But he fucking annoys me. I've mentioned in the past, um, they don't need oh, us... Oh, he's the
1: fucking post. Oh, <laughs> he dropped yeah. in disgust. Yeah. <laughs> I could get away with that. I could get away with that. That, that was a genuine fumble. That was uh, Andre Onana the other night. to get to buy him. <laughs> yeah, um God, yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, what was saying? Oh, they don't need us pimping them because they're big enough on their own. But the Lost in Vegas guys—I forget whether it's Ryan or George—but yeah. one of them feels exactly the same way about Mike Patton. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely love it. I'd go so far as to say, in terms of, in terms of versatility, he's an all-timer. He's I'm, an all-time great frontman.
0: I'm not knocking the versatility, and Faith no Moore and Mike Patton, by conduit, seem to be impervious to being uh, criticised in okay. any way, yeah? Yeah. And, you know, with, um, like, the only thing I can liken it to is, you know, Radiohead.
1: Yeah. And am familiar with their words.
0: <laughs> and people say, oh, Radiohead, you can't criticise Radiohead. They're really doing good. Of course you can. You, well, you can, yeah. yeah, obviously. But I kind of get it a bit more with Radiohead okay. than I do Faith No More. I think the music on this is sounds great, great first song, yeah. love it, yeah, but... I don't like it when Patton... I don't know if it's humour. I don't know if he's taking the
1: piss. I don't know if... I'm not in on the joke. He's... Yeah? He's in that Lionel Richie Tom Jones wheelhouse in that... He's in on it.
0: He's in on it, Freddie was in on it. Oh, fucking yeah. 100% completely, yeah.
1: I think you're slaughtering a lot... say with Radiohead. You're slaughtering a lot of people's golden goose. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... in the in preparation for this, one thing I did was I Googled, Not Googled. I looked on Apple Podcasts, and I just typed in, oh, Andrew Dust faith no more. And I listened to a couple of podcasts of what other people had said, and I thought to myself, fuck me, I'm going to be unpopular here <laughs> with some of these viewers, because they basically said, what you said. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they were like, my Patton fucking genius. Can't knock him. He's the greatest vocalist of all time. And I don't know, there's times on this album where, not that I'm saying, oh, my pattern's the weak link of faith no more, because that isn't what I'm saying, but I'm saying, for my tastes, so or what I'm thinking, I'm like, nah, I wish you didn't play the cunt there, I wish you just did it straight. Yeah.
1: And that's what we're doing here, on. That's you? it, that's
0: yeah, 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 that's it. This It's going to make this one quite good. Yeah. But he really plays this one, probably one of the strider songs on the album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Music I Can't Knock It... But it literally was. I pressed play on this album, and it was like, "This is what I expected from Faith No More. This is the, the this is the Faith No More song, to me. Okay. Yeah, chugging Lung song. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's your transition from Real Thing to Angel Dust. It's but it, with upped production, yeah, and filled
0: out. It's easy you win. Okay, so the next track is Caffeine. You know, you said about Disturbed earlier. Yeah. They did a cover of this, didn't they? Did they? Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't want to hear that.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't got it on. <laughs> oh. But they've done a cover of this, yeah. <laughs> this um,
1: is what I meant. Well, prime example of what I meant when I said, when now let him show it, mm. Jim shows his chops. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, and
0: look, if you like what Pan's doing on this, you fucking love this.
1: Oh, I think this is one of those tracks this is you want to talk about the chemistry between a band or the way they interplay yeah if you listen to this track five times and on each track you single each band member out everyone shines
0: we said on the No Doubt episode didn't we about how they were proficient musicians yeah Yeah. Faith No More are like um, a level above of those proficient musicians I'm not denying that one one little bit yeah For me, this song suffers a bit from, oh God, um, it's a bit of this, it's a bit of that, it's a bit of this, it's a bit of that, it it jumps around too much, and you kind of lose the flow a little
1: bit. Okay. But I think those, yeah, I get what you're saying there, I think the interludes... Maybe caffeine's the the reason for that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, the transitions in and out, they're so tight. Yeah,
0: they are, I can't can't just do The
1: interaction between all the elements, it's just it's just right the synth it brings the feels it's got the textures and that's what I'm talking about when I say every band member plays their part in this this song is nearly five minutes and for me it flies by Feels like a, it's a five-minute song that feels like three minutes.
0: Nothing apart from one song stuck around for me on this album. They were in yeah. and out, and yeah. didn't did the stuff. I'll be but interested to know which one. The best. one thing about the synths I noticed is on the early albums, yeah. when they were doing songs, kind of all the synths sounded a bit thrillery. <laughs> If you know what I mean. I was
1: going to suggest 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. so yeah. I suppose that falls into that. Yeah. yeah. Um they definitely added to it, but they've definitely been expanded on on this album.
1: Yeah. Would you say the synths are a precursor given the influence on new metal to the DJs in new metal?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's hand in hand, yeah. isn't it? Odd and sam- Cuz the
1: samples on this album and the samples again, are, who are like ridiculous. On the first listening through well, I novels. didn't
0: really clock all them samples. Yeah. yeah. And I still don't know
1: where they're all from.
0: Apparently there's loads. Like yeah. even on the B sides of the album yeah, yeah. It, there's a song on the one of the B sides which has got um it's a sample of what's it, Bud Dwyer, you know, the guy who shot himself live on T V. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was he like some counsellor or some American counsellor? And something had happened, and he went on TV, and he just pulled out a gun, didn't he, and shot himself on TV. And it's got a sample of that on the uh, okay. on the song, which mm. yeah, I know it's got a, There's a Beastie Boys sample on this. Yeah. Um. There's a Simon and Garfunkel, a sample of Cecilia on the start of the next track. Yeah. I've listened to it, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you've you've got to, <laughs> yeah.
1: You've got to have the sharpness turned up to eleven. Oh to Christ! Stop
0: Yeah, I can imagine this album. In its entirety, is for uh, straight off the top of my head, I want to say, oh, it's for the music connoisseur. Yeah, it's for um, it's for someone like yourself, boy. You know what I mean? Okay. You're, oh, li- oh, you're oh, listening oh. out for for this stuff. You like the different bits and pieces. You're appreciating mm-hmm. the stuff.
1: You want it to be better on the 10th listen than it was on the 3rd. Yeah, and yeah. coming into this, I've probably listened to this
0: album more than any other album that I've done a podcast on. Okay. I don't know, maybe my, my palate is not as sophisticated, you know what I mean? That's Because the, that's, there's some stuff that sinks in here for me, but there was nothing, about, apart from three tracks, which really grabbed me. But yeah, that's, that's what we're here to That's the whole thing, isn't it? Um, it is going back to that. Yeah. How the hell did Courtney Love end up being a vocalist? Faith, no more.
1: Eighty-two. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think That must be geographical reasons. They were maybe knocking around the same scene. And where are they from? Um, Bay Area, yeah, um, California. Is that where she's? I believe so. Because you always yeah.
0: tire into Seattle, obviously. that yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, right. yeah, for yeah. those reasons. But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, they're kind of San Francisco based. They were trying out. Anybody mm-hmm. and everyone, and don't think with any great intention of keeping anyone long term. Don't you think that's a really strange setup for a band as well? Well, they've.
0: Um, are, they, are they a band or an art project?
1: Well, that that that's another thing because they've they've always in various ways danced to the beat of their own drums, mm-hmm. so um, unconventional, hundred um, percent, yeah, from conception.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh, midlife Crisis. Apparently, this has got um, a sample of Cecilia by. Um, Simon and Garfunkel in it. See if you can spot it. Sorry, this is the one that's got the disturbed cover. Okay, so this is one of the ones that
1: I like. Let's talk pop sensibilities. What a chorus. (laughs) I tell you what, it's an all timer.
0: He cycles through his vocal deliveries three times in the first like minutes and a half. And
1: the versatility, there's that danger that I talked about. He's like, you ever seen the film Split? The M. Night shenanigans Mm-mm. film, James McAvoy in that, is the guy with multiple split personalities. No, no. Oh, it's an all-time performance. Mm. He's phenomenal. And the way he seamlessly transitions between them, Mike Patton on this song, he is the musical embodiment of that. Trevor Randy Savage would go switch from face to heel, but his character wouldn't change. But his yeah. motivation would be consistent with yes. what was going yeah. on yeah. and it would all make sense. Always felt natural. Unhinged. Yeah, we've (coughs) got that here. But it worked his face, it worked his heel, and those subtle changes made him straddle that line. Just, are phenomenal. And this, oh, I tell you, the final reprise of this chorus, where they're mixing the other elements into the background, absolutely massive. This comes on in my car. It goes up to the highest volume you can. The windows go down, and I'm absolutely roaring it.
0: Yeah, this is... To me, as you said, pop sensibilities. Yeah. I think that may be why I like this one a bit more. It flows. It goes from bit to bit. It doesn't like judder into like other bits and pieces. Doesn't, oh yeah. It doesn't yeah. take sharp lefts on it. No. It it follows through on what it's doing. Yeah.
1: This this is the most linear structure. Of, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not of any song on the album.
0: But no, 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 not of any. But yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, up there. This was a single. It was uh, number ten, top ten on, on the charts Definitely. as well. Uh, Apparently, originally, it was going to be called Madonna.
1: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Patton's told some stories around the inspiration behind the song. Hit your search engine of choice. um, Read them. (laughs) But it's suspected among the fan base that he'll maybe lead the press... Down one track, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe give them a bit of misdirection from time to time, but yeah, that's that, that's right. It was uh, the working title was Madonna. I
0: read whilst doing the research for this that recently they did they cancel gigs because he was in like mental health
1: yeah, problems. Yeah, absolutely, and stuff. absolutely. They're so. In, they're is this in a new thing?
0: At the minute. Is this a new thing for Patton, or or do you think this is obviously something like he's um, always suffered with, or
1: I've never known? To be public before, no, I haven't. You, ne- you never know, do you? No, no, no. I mean, because
0: the people range from saying Patton is spiky yeah. to um, a really fun guy yeah. to being deliberately ob- obtuse to f- just run the gamut of, of all different. Descriptions and
1: doesn't this album have all of those elements? Oh,
0: fucking hell. This, you know, um, how we said no doubts album was yeah. up and down and everything. Well, this is that, but like done with, I'm begrudgingly giving it, it's kind of meant to be like that way. And it's, you know what I
1: mean. There's a track later on I would sum up as a microcosm of this album, and what I call it is. The ambience that this album creates is genuine psychosis in audio form. (laughs) Fantastic.
0: OK, so we've started off the album, we've had like three like rockers, haven't we, really? And there's a hairpin right coming up. Oh my God, there is. Um, straight off the bat, my least favourite album sung on the album. OK. I would kind of class this... Because oh I know it, what your thoughts are going to be on this. I would kind of class this as being a bit like a fucking skit on a rap album.
1: No, I'll go with that. It's it's got a redneck this, quality to you, it. Oh
0: oh yeah, completely. It's literally um you've obviously know the lyrics and yeah. read the lyrics, yeah. yeah. Um I don't like the vocal delivery, I don't like the I understand what he's going for.
1: He's having it up. It's
0: far more theatre than music. Yeah. Let's, let's hang on, let's play a little bit my my feet yeah,
2: I'm
0: just a Right, you either love that right now or you don't.
1: After the first three tracks, and given the intense claustrophobic run that's coming up. I think the album needs a breathing room. This is where the absolute diehard fan base might come at me. Mm. This is the only point of the album where I've got a sequencing issue. The last track, not including the cover, yes um, okay. is a bit of a gimmick, a bit of a yeah. eccentricity as well. I would close the album with this track and I'll tell you for why it's the outro and it's the b- the line tell my kids what my daddy told me yeah you ain't never gonna amount to nothing best episode of peep show yeah it's the last episode <clears in> of <throat> series four it's the wedding and it's nearly a jilt in but Mark and Sophie get married they get in the wedding car and within about 30 seconds she's run out in floods of tears no, annulment, divorce that's it, Jez the best man gets in and Mark during the day has scuppered his chances with the girl he's in love with and they're driving away and it just would have been I mean, Peep Show went for 9 series but it would have mm. been the ideal absolute, no perfect end to Peep Show with those two in the wedding car on his wedding day, but the bride's god, and they're driving off. Mark, the groom, is apologising to Jez for messing up his chances yeah. on that day with this girl. And just was like, yeah, but I wasn't going to mention it. He says, I was just going to keep it back for later with all my other smouldering resentments. And the last line of the episode and the series, Mark smiles and he goes, yeah, stick it on the bill and then the credits roll and it would have had that effect on this album. it just would have been the perfect perfect closer i do get that
0: yeah it's I, I don't know how you can follow i mean we're getting ahead of ourselves but i don't know how you can follow like um, a five minute instrumental as of the last
1: track i would put this as the last track and yeah getting ahead of ourselves yeah but i would scrap the last track
0: yeah, I know, yeah, I know I would, yeah, completely. That just literally doesn't fit.
1: I kind of get it as a as a statement of the eccentricity that embodies the whole thing, mm. but if you move this to the end, mm. it's not needed.
0: Mm. Yeah, 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 I'm with you You've on got
1: that. one yeah. or the other, yeah. and I'd go
0: with this, yeah. and I'd stick it as the last track. I can imagine, though, there are, as you say, Die Hard, Faith No More, This Is What They've Come To The Party For, Definitely diehard pattern fans. Yeah, yeah. This is what they've come for the yeah. party for, stuff like this. Yeah. 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 It brings a
1: smile to the face.
0: It's it, it, it's lost on there. Honestly. It really, really is. Uh next track. Smaller and smaller. We're back in Five No More Territory.
1: Well this this album uh sorry, this opening Gambit Black album.
0: Oh yeah, very Sabbathy as well. Mm. Yeah. Some impending doom on this um on this part oh loads of it
1: loads of it and i love how the synth and the vocal in the mix i think the opening riff is a bit this era metallica-esque but there's a progressive element in there as well the mixture of the synth and the vocal I get i'm getting dream theater vibes
0: oh it's it's, it's this is probably hmm metal track with this is probably this is probably the most straight-ahead metal track on the album Um,
1: in terms of unless you're going off into various genres Mm. I think two tracks from now um, two tracks from now I'll get Godflesh vibes (laughs) I don't know Patton's a big Godflesh fan Um, so it's an easy comparison to draw no hooks in this track definitely experimental. Transition at two minutes is great. Then there's another um, sharp turn about three minutes later and then Jim's got himself a solo. Yes. It's like... Do you think they want- threw him a bad one? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. And
1: they wanted to get more theatrical but definitely they're going avant-garde and this, this track's one saying musicianship boys, we're going to be virtuoso. Yeah. It's not going to be commercial and you can fuck off.
0: <laughs> this is some new metal now. This is just... Every new metal band, you'd have a big build-up, big build-up, big build-up. Break your fucking face tonight, (laughs) you know what I mean?
1: And the minimised pattern, it's it's predominantly an instrumental track, but yeah.
0: One thing I have noticed, listening to it on headphones, I've said on previous episodes it's, very, it's like extreme this is the only time actually I listen to music on headphones when yeah. I'm recording um, listening to this album um, in the car in the truck I thought that the vocal mix was way down yeah but it's not as much in headphones yeah, yeah? Um I was going to give them like slant for that okay love this bit oh yeah This is dream. This is yeah. This is yeah. Sympathy of destruction. It's like just all that. This is actually. Hmm. I'll be honest. I think this is possibly my favourite song on the album so far. Okay. Yeah. and um, This is the other. I like midlife crisis, and I like this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'd put it in a three with caffeine.
0: Yeah, the, um, the whole synth and keys thing works to a treat on that one. Definitely. Mm, Definitely. Yeah. Really, really adds to it.
1: I'll be interested in what you think of the synth on the next track.
0: Once again, this one starts, um, you know, obviously a little bit different. Um, this was another another single in the UK. Um, we got to 28 on the charts, and it spent three weeks on the charts. When this kicks in, I think to myself, "Oh, I'm really gonna like this song."
1: The synth over this verse really reminds me of Nick Cave. To me, it
0: reminded me of something, all the while I was listening to it, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was Nick Cave, (laughs) I don't know, I'm not really ofay with his work, Loads. Um, Pattern goes back to probably the previous album's vocals on the verses. This part as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, This is very... um,
1: how to know where, fall into be Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I And mean,
1: another boss riff from Jim? Man, it, it, it's a lovely riff. Yeah.
0: But this is the point on the album where I was like, hmm, even though these songs have a lot of variety on them, there's like an underlying similar, uh, uh, similarity.
1: I think it's Bill again on this track, I think it's the bass line. This is the um this is a thread that weaves a song that jumps about a bit together.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the yeah, one yeah, constant yeah. that's in there. It's, it's just like they've got that, as I said to you before, I looked at them as they're a rhythm section and oh yeah. That's kind of what they do, you yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. the
1: it's the chemistry and the tight knitted lifts between those three core members. You take from any rock metal or alternative band you tend to think the big two elements that will sell a song are the singer mm-hmm. and the guitarist. Yeah,
0: yeah, traditionally. But
1: they tend to take a back seat, and it's the other three elements that really drive everything that's going on here. That's what makes them so unique. That's really
0: weird, because as you say, it's, that's how the band's worked all through yeah. the years and stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. You say about them, or oh, is there a bit of pastiche, tongue-in-cheek... Are they in on the joke? Have you seen the video to this song? I haven't. Or anybody out there, I'd urge you to YouTube it. It's a treat. It's great fun. It's um, cheesy as it's. uh, It's them in front of a green screen. There's some stuff going on. Uh, Okay, yeah. It's it's good times. I know. I didn't search this one out. No. There's them running away from a turtle. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, at one point it's obviously a, a normal-sized turtle that's just yeah. big on the screen. On the refrain, on the title refrain, everything's ruined. There's there's a couple of young girls really, really kind of giving it someone, getting into it. Um, kind of lip-syncing. <laughs> it, it, it looks like the whole video, in terms of production, it's so low-rent. It's untrue, it's, oh, it's a great bit of kit.
0: Track seven is Malpractice. Now, this is a bit of a, um, I don't know, um, an oral onslaught. Definitely. Yeah, oral, is that the word? Oh, how, how rocky yeah, that's the word. Now I'm not gonna lie to you, yeah. Everything sounds a bit better now, I'm like six cans deep, we're like pretty late into the night, I'm listening to it on headphones, and everything
1: sounds a bit bit better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I was listening to this, I hated this.
1: I knew this wasn't gonna be your bag. <laughs> um and A bit, a bit. Sick man. Yeah, yeah, I've got that I've got that there with the vocals on headphones, yeah. definitely. Yeah now that you say that. Um the album's a journey through the psyche and this is continuity. I think they're showboating the versatility a bit here. Um, it delves full on into that claustrophobic nightmare that the album is. It jumps from lucid to unhinged. Um, yeah, a bit Rammstein
0: as well. Te-
1: yeah, it takes you on a journey, absolutely. This is not a track that you'd ever choose to listen to out of context. Oh, God, no. Not you're not putting this on a playlist, anything. are you? No, 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 no. You're not putting this in between you know, Wet Leg and the Ting Tings.
0: <laughs> no, you're not. On your commute. It's not <laughs> happening. Yeah, that's right. Um, this is possibly the most Mr Bungle track
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. the one I pointed to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I on, thought on the other one was RV, because I didn't know what okay. kind of stuff
0: they always yeah. Yeah. do.
1: Yeah, this is the Mr. Bungle. Yeah, yeah, that's Absolutely. what I thought. Yeah, this is... Um, Patton was writing on this album, but this is where you can tell.
0: Oh, God, yeah, definitely. It's... Um, and a Godflesh fan. I'm not, O Fi with Godflesh. Okay. Is that their bag?
1: It's in this direction.
0: Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Birmingham Band. Birmingham man. Yeah.
1: Really. Yeah.
0: I can honestly say to you that I've never heard a Godflesh song, ever. Are you are you a fan?
1: Um, an appreciator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of in my younger days. Um, I suppose you'd have to have Gaz sat in this chair now to say if this track, is kind of up there with the pinnacle of the genre. I was in that headspace 15 years ago. I'm not there now.
0: My least favourite song on the album.
1: I thought it would be to be between this and R V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're no my two
0: surprises. two least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does do this little like um, kids piano kind of bit, and this bit's like quite pleasant. You know what I mean? It's, it could almost be a cold play <laughs> bit. Yeah, that's the
1: comparison, <laughs> Audrey? <laughs> 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 Not this bit, then. <laughs> I love those little segues.
0: <laughs> um, we'll have one more before the break. This is kindergarten. Not kindergarten, as I always, when I was a young kid, I used to think it was called.
1: Okay, did you ever own the Arnie film on VHS? Um, well,
0: yeah, obviously. But when I was, Who is when your I was daddy? a kid,
1: and what does he do? Man, I love Kindergarten
0: Cop. It's like that that run of Arnie films. Is fucking unsupportable. Untouchable? Untouchable. It's fantastic. Oh. Last action hero.
1: Would it's... you include Last Action Hero in the run?
0: Oh the run. Oh the run. Yeah. Possibly not. Like Last Action Hero is probably a little bit like, but I still love Last Action Hero. It's good. Oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. For what it is, it's class. Have you watched Fubar? No. On Netflix? No, no. No, it's, it's Arna in a series. Okay. Um he's like a secret agent okay um
1: watch watch it i have to because i'm an unashamed at arnie mark he oh, was at the um you'd love it not symphony hall what's the venue that's attached to the icc and there was a bit of a black black tie dinner with arnie and a bit of a meet and greet really? a few years ago and i had look. oh ticket prices were astronomical oh, but yeah. i'd love
0: that oh yeah definitely yeah.
1: running yeah. man is up ab- well underrated
0: is it not by me you rate it
1: oh fucking hell I think it's
0: amazing I love Running Man and Total Recall
1: oh oh, definitely definitely Running Man's got I mean Arnie is an absolute line factory but he's got the one it's got the ultimate Arnie line in his um, Running Man the uh, I live to see you eat that contract I hope you leave enough room in in, uh, your mouth for my fist because I'm going (laughs) to ram it into your stomach and rip out your goddamn spine (laughs) Amazing, fantastic, just just vintage, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Don't even start me on Commando and the (laughs) one liners. Um, (laughs) You
0: know, I've never seen Commando. You've never seen Commando. Oh, I've never seen that. No, I've seen Predator. um, I've I've
1: never seen Commando Never seen Commando Oh, it's got it's full of choice lines.
0: I think as well um, in Total yeah. Recall yeah. I think I actually fell in love with Sharon Stone in Total okay. Recall because yeah.
1: that. Yeah, that was
0: like prime yeah. Sharon Stone yeah. good
1: lord oh a friend of mine um, a few years ago got his wife to watch uh, Total Recall for the mm. first time and she said she didn't like it what and there were a load of comments and I was about 10-11 comments deep yeah and no one had put this so I had to put on consider that a divorce <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched the remake? With Colin Farrell? No. yeah, No, no, happening. neither of them, Not happening.
0: No, no, no. You can't
1: remake any films.
0: Nah, The the lad was watching the other day. I walked into his bedroom and he was watching um oh Blade Runner 20... Oh,
1: 20, uh, 2049. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah, he was watching that. For some reason, I've only ever watched that halfway through. I don't know if I got disturbed and then just never went back to it.
1: I haven't got to the new one.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. well, I've, I've watched probably about an hour into it. And I walked in and I was like, wait, what you, is that a, the newer Blade Runner film? And he said, yeah, 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 Have you seen the original? And he was like, no. There's a, a film
1: before. Who and what?
0: He's it, 16 and he don't fucking know. Get on the streaming. Which, I mean, Blade Runner is like one of my top ten kind of films. Okay. But I fucking yeah. love Blade Runner. I think it's yeah. a really, really it's good. There's so many film. versions. Uh, yeah, yeah, before, yeah. yeah. I, I can remember going to Woolworths yeah. and buying the director's cut VHS yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day oh yeah yeah and there's been like ones after that version yeah. I think um, and I was like oh watch that I never asked him actually if he liked
1: okay <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it would have just gone <sighs> yeah we need to find that out during the break yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got the final cut oh the final cut yeah the not. one without the voiceovers
0: Um, I don't know if I've seen it or not I can't remember honestly it's been years since I watched um watch Blade Runner love mm. it though one of Harrison Ford's best roles Ooh. It's in the new Indy? No, there's there's not a new Indy. There are three. (laughs) There was only three? There are three. Not four? There are three. Hang on. One, two, three. Oh, four is the Crystal Skull? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Faith, no more fans. Another important, unpopular opinion. I didn't mind Kingdom of the Crystal Skull
1: until the last 15, 20 minutes. Mm. It was when the fridge goes. No, through I love that. That. Oh, oh, that, yeah, that. I love that scene. Yeah, I love that. Honestly,
0: I thought that was ingenious. Honestly, oh, but that's always the thing that's always picked up. It's so bad. Oh man, I didn't mind it. It was like indie, but I've only seen the trailers. This new one, and I kind of don't like that period films. You know what I mean? Films that saying that. Well, what I think the film is
1: saying. Okay. I don't know what, 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 what? I wouldn't know, because I'm ignoring it. Oh, you because haven't even seen does, the trailer? It, because
0: it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's haven't like, like, face it's like age, Die
1: Hard 5.
0: Die Hard 5?
1: Yeah, there's a Die Hard 5. Well, no, there's not a Die Hard 5, that's the point.
0: <laughs> it's like... Oh, I definitely God. remember seeing 4 at the cinema. Front seat, like that.
1: That was okay. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. oh, it's a good film. Yeah. yeah, if you don't call it McLean and don't call it Die Hard, it's a really good film. Yeah.
0: You know, I've actually never seen
1: Die Hard 3. Die Hard with Vengeance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, never, a never seen
0: it. Never yeah. seen it. It's, it's on Moscow Planner. Now. Oh. I've got one, two and three because I was like, oh, well, will watch the Die Hard films.
1: You've got to watch Commando first. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. God, yeah. Lindsay won't appreciate Commando though, will she? I don't see how you couldn't. Oh, no, really? It's not a film for girls, though, I'd imagine. I Sorry. Don't. Sorry, ladies out there. It's 2023. The wife doesn't like
1: Arnie, but... What?
0: Who doesn't like Arnie? fuck's sake.
1: I'm always watching Arnie on my own. <laughs> Twice a year I'm watching uh, Conan on my own. I've seen Conan. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 I've seen
0: Conan. Um, malpractice.
1: Malpractice. <laughs> yeah. um, we're straight back into a song that stands on its own merits. And um, straight away there's some proto-new metal vibes, aren't there, going on? Definitely. The groove on that chorus is deep. Um, Love it. This is like a hum
0: song for okay. me.
1: Okay, I love that uh, that interlude at about minute, 52 minutes. It's a proper gold song. I'll say, see, you're not a Deftones man, are you?
0: No. I'll tell Tones you what, too. this is the most, the new metal band that Faith No More have the most in common with, I think, is Deftones. Yeah. Apart from the, a, a little bit of Jonathan Davis vocally bits. Okay. I yeah. think the Deftones are the, the closest
1: yeah. new metal band to them. Yeah. B- Close is big. What? Never more apparent than here, definitely. No, no, no. Love no. that Incessant Detro. Good song and a bit of an undertone lyrically, thematically. Kind of growing older and missing your chance. Is Patton the lyricist? Mainly, yeah, but it's, it's I think, much like we spoke about on the, Bla- on the Beck album, it's probably an exercise in futility to dig too deeply because lyrically it's so oblique. Well,
0: I think that's the, the case yeah. across the entire album, really. Bring your own beer,
1: absolutely, and enjoy yeah, yeah,
0: your own occasions. Yeah, 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 um, Alright, Well, do you want to leave that there for the time being, yeah? Let's
1: crack another can.
0: Yeah, let's crack another do can. do it again. Let's have a little break. Um, we've left that at malpractice. And that's not malpractice, still kindergarten. Um, that's eight songs in. That's a 14-song album. yeah um, If you listen to this, obviously you can hear I'm probably not as high on it as Boyard. I think he's going to write this as an Um. (laughs) all-timer. But yeah, I'm enjoying what I'm listening to. We'll get into it more in the second half.
1: Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni Hugspot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. Need delivery? Pizzas come fast. Knock, knock, who's there? Pizza magic. Eat Pepperoni Hugspot pizza. Your tummy say thank you. Your mouth say mmm. Pepperoni Hugspot. It's like family, but with more cheese.
0: don't forget you can contact the show directly jukeboxpod at gmail.com you can follow the show on facebook search for personal jukebox podcast on instagram we're also a jukebox pod and leave us a review help a brother out help the algorithms yo for the second part here after we've been waxing lyrical about different Arnie songs.
1: We absolutely have. <laughs> that's carried on like nobody's business. But that song coming back in yeah. with the Dionne Warwick uh, sample, yeah. I have never known until this moment how much I wanted an album of Mike Patton singing songs written by Burt Bacharach. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you'd fancy that? Oh, yeah. Mike, if, if you are listening to this, oh... In this moment, there is nothing I want more.
0: Who would have thought that Doja Cat would have inspired that?
1: Oh. <laughs> my pattern singing raindrops keep falling on my head.
0: I, I, I think he'd ham, ham it. Of you know, course right? he, would. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would.
1: Thus the basis of its appeal.
0: <laughs> right, we're into the second half of this album. The last track we ended up with was Kindergarten. And we're back with... Ooh, this is in my top three, I think.
1: Course, it is.
0: Even though it's got such a cheesy intro. Strange fact about this song, yeah. This week, I went down the yard, the, the horse yard, to pick my yeah. daughter up from doing her horse stuff, yeah. She's 13, yeah. And she was there, and she was, like, putting the, um, the shavings down to, like, for the horse to lie on. And she was going, I walked in, she didn't know I was there, and she was going, be aggressive, be, be oh, aggressive. And I, was like, and I was like, how do you know that? She was like, what do you mean? And I said, how do you know that? Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. And she was like, oh, um, I know it from a song. And I was like, but it's a Faith No More song. Is it a, a chant as well? Or has someone sampled it? Or I don't know. Is it on a TikTok or something? Because that's the only reason she'd know it. Gotta be.
1: Yeah. And I was like,
0: Gotta and I played be. her this song, and she was yeah. like, yeah, that's it. Be,
1: be, be aggressive. You'd be expecting it to be shoveling and uh, my <laughs> money don't jiggle jiggle. It folds. <laughs> <laughs> be aggressive. <laughs> oh, I don't get. I don't get that. But oh, so I don't get it. Yeah. Oh well it was good enough for Mr. Manson, wasn't it?
0: A beat obscene.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um refrain was so good he nicked his. Oh, beat, 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 elite, beat the elite. Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh I-, I need to get my head back in that game. <laughs> I've never seen First No More, but this is one song. This is the, probably the one. If they played this live, I would be the one at the front, absolutely losing their shit.
0: Yeah, I really like this I one. Would lose yeah, my yeah shit I really to like this one. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is the one that's um, the theory is it's a rib yeah. on a pattern, um, and you got like the cheerleaders, six cheerleaders, jocks, homophobes, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, because this is about male on male oral, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Roddy wrote it about um, yeah. blowjobs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolute banger. Love how it regresses, and they've got the uh, swallow, and then into the solo. Oh, they were just absolute masters at going off-piste and then transitioning back effortlessly. Number three on the UK charts because it was a double A-side with the final track. That is the only. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this would. This was (laughs) not gaining traction with your everyday record-buying public (laughs) without the the bonus track no 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 at all
0: just for the lyrical content or stuff like that yeah yeah. it's not gonna is it but um uh, this is in my top three we always give a top three
1: yeah it's a a bucket lister for me five No More are a bucket list band and if I didn't play this I'd be absolutely gutted
0: I mean, it's got that kind of we care a lot vibe as well, hasn't it? You know what I mean? There's a bit of it. Yeah, yeah. they're
1: they're kind of true to themselves while still going massively off-piste and all around the reeking and back again.
0: Um, reviews wise all music, four and a half out of five. Kerrang, three out of five at the time.
1: At the time, I think. At
0: the time, but later on, they named it the most influential album ever.
1: I'm struggling to see that.
0: Yeah, I know. I thought that. Um, just as a little just as a little sidebar on that. So do you want to know what the rest of the top 20 was? Come on then. Okay. So you've got that number one. Nirvana, Never mind at two. Okay. Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath at three. You've got to put that above both of those. Master of
1: Puppets at four. Again, you've got to put that higher.
0: Here's, um, here's a bit of a dookie at five. Absolutely no chance in hell. Enema at, at six. Fugazi, repeater okay. at seven. I'm not. Bit of
1: a blind spot for uh, me.
0: dirt. Alice listen chains at eight. Raining blood at nine. Yep. All right, yep. guys. Uh, Never mind the bollocks at ten. Yep. Rage Against mean. the Machine, eleven.
1: Mm, who's that massively influenced mm, really? Maybe
0: if they were thinking along a new metal vibe. I don't know. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, Back in black, twelve. Refused the shape of punk to come at thirteen. Ah man, Mr. Boot is a big fan of that album. Operation Ivy, Energy, okay. at 14, I don't know. Number of the Beast, 15. Whole Live Through This, at 16. Yeah, it's not touching. Uh, it's around the Fur, Death Town, 17. Yeah, struggling to see it. The Downward Spiral, at okay. 18. Appetite for Destruction, at 19. And Corn, Corn, at 20.
1: Okay, I see the influence of number 20. I see the influence influence on a lot of shit (laughs) (laughs) That's probably why they get um, A bit of a kick in revisionist history Because they influenced A lot of third-rate copyists
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of why
1: You get bands like
0: Rise Against Machine And Faith No More Who would repel against Being named new metal pioneers Absolutely because of I don't know, kind of what new metal went yeah, into
1: yeah yeah some connotations there.
0: at the end of the day, new metal went into butt rock, didn't it? really? Right oh, at the end yeah. of the day, yeah. yeah. Um, post grunge and new metal kind of just joined together. Mm. What Americans would call post grunge and new metal kind of just like got together and
1: puddle of mud, the poster boys for this,
0: yeah, uh, possibly not puddle even puddle of mud like. Um,
1: Uh, Maybe
0: I I, I, said before I always remember reading an interview with Wes Scatlin of Puddle of Mud and he was like yeah we were grunge before Nirvana were grunge and I don't know I don't see myself next track track 10 this may actually be my favourite song on the album okay I love the little huh, huh, and the, woo, bits
1: yeah yeah. it's a song that showcases patterns range I get why it might be might that's, that's
0: got to be like um, yeah. things then, hasn't it um, samples surely the, could be
1: huh, could be huh, huh, woo, bits oh, he's got that range mm. he's got that mm. flexibility and he can transition yeah, he in a house I, I, I wouldn't have any trouble believing that either way um, I get why you like this one um, it's like it's a pop song without a hook. Real.
0: Oh, I think that's the hook, just.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's got those two little underscores, that chugging riff, and the... bit manic, though. bit yeah. manic. Listen. Oh, I'm not having that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, that sounds like a manic song. I can't remember which one it is, though. We've,
1: we've got our biases <laughs> there. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> you, have you ever seen the video to this one? No. Patton looks like Alex Shelley. Does he really? Yeah, yeah really does. <laughs> what era?
0: Like Alex Shelley, Actually, like um, classic era, Alex
1: Shelley, it's like City Machine Gun. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 Okay, yeah, re- really, it's a bit <laughs> uncanny in that. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a contrast to the previous um, tracks and the upcoming oh, tracks yeah, because definitely. it's comparatively comparatively uplifting.
0: Oh, I think it is uplifting. Mm. Could I be so bold as to say something that? um... I'd be disappointed if you didn't. It's the last good song on the album.
2: Oh, oh no. Yeah.
0: Aside from the last track that we're oh, going to cover. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh that is all kinds of wrong. <laughs> I was talking about
0: the ratings were not. Enemy gave it 8 out of 10. Pitchfork 8.8 8 out of 10. Q 4 out of 5, Rolling Stone 4 out of 5, Select gave it 5 out of 5. Robert Cristogal. Three stars. So that means there's three good songs on the album. Oh. And he said it was Land of Sunshine, Midlife Crisis and Midnight Cowboy.
1: Oh. <laughs> no. Um, no.
0: 3.1... That's, that's just flat wrong. Hey. 3.1 million albums sold worldwide, which, you know, isn't massive, but it's massive, obviously. Yeah. They toured this album originally with Guns N' Roses and Soundgarden touring underneath guns yeah. I'd imagine yeah. uh, and then split off and did their own um, their own stuff the last full gig they played as a band was September the 20th well that wasn't at a festival yeah. it was September the 20th 2015 uh, in Argentina yeah uh, off this album they played The Midnight Cowboy as an intro ok uh, Be Aggressive Café and Everything's Ruined Midlife Crisis and Easy the stuff you'd expect from bands. well actually no it's not probably the stuff I'd expect for Faith and more. To play. Yeah,
1: you expect them to be I expect them
0: to be jizzlobber and um, malpractice yeah. and stuff like that but yeah. Uh, next track is Crack Hitler And as I said before, everything sounds better a few drinks in and through earphones, and it sounds better now. But um, I don't know. I'll leave this in the next one off. Let's go for twelve songs on the album, not 14.
1: Absolutely not. No. Come on. We 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 can oh. ga-
0: have exactly the same slant, no doubt. Though. Listen to that gothic. Synth but we but we can the... but we can have it to no doubt. This is thriller. Oh, and then you've got like, this is the This is the big three. Baldwin pins it together.
1: Oh no.
0: <laughs> and no one's going to save you from the beast of bad strike. Oh, no, that's
1: so wrong. That's so wrong. Have <laughs> you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? I have. Yeah. Yes. I don't know to this day whether it was a good film or not. But Neither you do I. I couldn't look away because just literally yeah. anything could happen next. Mm. This song is the Napoleon Dynamite of. Alternative music, it's just you <laughs> cannot look away, you cannot turn it off, you gotta stick with it. Um, this song is called Crack Hitler, and the next song is called Jizz Lobber. And if you're gonna be giving these names out to tracks, they had better deliver, and they both do mm. so. Th- they just do. This is some atmosphere. <laughs> There's oh, this is the one when I said earlier on, Genuine Psychosis in audio form, yes. This is that in an absolute nutshell.
0: I mean, it's relentless.
1: Oh, yeah. There's, there's a handbrake turn in the middle of it. Then, boom, it's back as if it never happened. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff.
0: Put this in place of mal- malpractice.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't... This, this bit. This is the handbrake turn, yeah. It's Rammstein I'll, again. Yeah, absolutely. But I wouldn't... Um, I'd like to stick a playlist together to see how that works, but I wouldn't be opposed to the idea. I listened to... It's good shit, pal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate the vocal. Oh, my God, the fucking vocal. He's grinding on me now. I
1: love a distorted Mike Patton vocal. Tomahawk lived and died on a distorted Mike Patton vocal. It was amazing. I tell you what, listening to
0: um, All the Faith No More... Songs I reckon I probably listened to the majority anyway. I really liked a lot of stuff off um, Not King for a Day, Fall for a Lifetime. Album of the Year? Yeah, maybe. Well, um, that's the thing. What's yeah. the one? It's, oh, cry, Cup of Sorrow. I thought that was yeah, a good that, song. Yeah, that's. A, oh, song. that
1: was one of the ones I was going to absolutely pinpoint. A bit Soundgarden, eh? Yeah. In terms of this is... Kind of their first real album, we might Patton and this is what they are, what they're going to be. And this album, as a collective work, I think the whole is more than the sum of the parts. Mm. Um, Last Cup of Sorrow is one of the two I was going to pinpoint. On the subsequent albums, there are songs. That's one. Uh, Gentle Art of Making Enemies on King for a Day is mm. another one. I, I was think, really
0: unimpressed really with that album. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that being with the shout of being the best track, standalone yeah. track on this album. But that's not what this album's about. It's an ambience, it's a vibe. It's, 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 an, aura, it's an Album of the Year the album after this? Um, King for a Day is the next one. Okay. Then album of the Year, uh, then Hiatus. Ah, uh, God. You know, Hiatus.
0: Yeah. Nothing came on Apple Music from that. Oh, sorry. They went
1: on Oh, they hiatus. went on.
0: <laughs> Bellend. <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that's your uh, PJ Harvey, KG Lang moment. For, God, uh, honestly, honestly,
0: I got taken the piss. Right? I thought about that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two or three times. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Crack It, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's
1: Yeah, I like it more now than I did
0: earlier oh, in the week.
1: that funky bass slide in there, that's... This bit. That mm. I can live with it, I'm but that's that's bit. where you feel the comparisons come in. Um, we touched a bit about pattern. Uh, I'm just thinking this as I go along. Um, I'd have to have a proper think about this before I absolutely stated this outright. Instinct here. Bill Gould is my favourite bass player of all time. Really? Yeah. More so than Sting. You slip a Rizzler between them. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's... Just the fact that Johnny Cash's version of I Hung My Head was better than
0: If you heard the episode with me and Chris, we were talking about Johnny Cash and Absolutely. we never got into it, and I don't, know, I don't know where to start really with Johnny Cash.
1: Oh, we, we can have that chat. Oh, That's God. My...
0: Shall we go for the next one? Let's do it. Jizz Lobber. Patton says it's about the fear of going to jail. Okay. And then is it Roddy who says, well, you know what Jizz is, you know where a lobber is, you know what to lob is. It's about that. It's about a porn star. So, I don't know. I don't know who's got the right fucking gist on it there.
1: Yeah. And they could just both be on the wind up. Yeah, yeah. 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 What a properly malevolent opening this is. I mean, it's quite disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. 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 This track is just a bit of an odyssey. <laughs> Switches <laughs> gears two thirds of the way. This is quite metal as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not afraid of this one. Really? Mm. I'm not getting that at all. I believe I'm right in saying this is Jim Martin's um, main contribution to the album in mm-hmm. some writing terms. Yeah. I like that there's a bit of a proggy lead on it. How do you like the outro? Um, yes. The gospel-esque organ. I just think it's the perfect segue into your eccentric gimmicky last track be that the one it is or as i'd put it um, yeah, yeah. rv i think it's a closing track proper and the placement on the album is spot on
2: yeah I, I suppose
1: the big question is on Siamese dream we did silver mm. is this the best title of a song that we've covered
0: <laughs> oh no no i don't like it.
1: You don't like. No, it. I, Boy, don't you like suck.
0: I don't like Jislobras at a little. Oh,
1: you suck. <laughs> I'm
0: no. good. I prefer
1: I'm genuinely disappointed. Um
0: I I mean silverfuck, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I prefer silverfuck to this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't I'm like genuinely this song. Gutted. Look, There's too much of this going on. Jonathan Davis, yeah.
1: Oh, it's just existential dread in a microcosm.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly would never choose to listen to this. You know, we said about malpractice as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is another one which.
1: I'll go with that. Yeah, it's not making any playlists. No, you know? no, 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 no. It's not following Daphne and Celeste for sure, but you know.
0: Stick you, your mama too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Basically, killing in the name. Well, mother. Who stick you? I won't do what you tell me. And
0: then. The album takes a massive turn now, with the real last track, when it was originally released, was this instrumental version of the theme to Midnight Cowboy, so all you Mike Patton is you can rest your laurels for a moment. Um,
1: have you ever seen Midnight Cowboy? I have.
2: Oh, have you? I remember...
1: Dustin Hoffman being yeah like tour de force yeah Dustin Hoffman but the main thing I remember from it is the uh, Harry Nilsson song Everybody's Talking playing about every four minutes oh really for the first hour oh
0: I haven't seen it yeah. I haven't seen it I've seen it
1: once and time, those are my two abiding memories the first X
0: rated film to ever be um, to win Best Picture at the Oscars ok yeah. there is an original obviously Boy, well man what, hang on let me read this out and Teacher from 1969 okay yeah Um. so the film deals with oh Christ where is it a guy goes to the city meets a the guy There's a bit of yeah, um, gay action mm. yeah going on I don't
1: remember that I remember no. John that. Voight's a bit of a gigolo yeah and um, Dustin Hoffman's a bit of a social outcast but again my abiding memories are Dustin Hoffman was really good and everybody's talking, coming on at regular intervals. I don't mind this actually um,
0: it's, I don't mind it,
1: it. It's fine, but I mean, we, we, we've covered why it doesn't really need to be there. I actually wanna go back to Daphne and Celestia to be mm. quite honest, because it, it, it's just hit me with your man Fred Durst, who mm. stick you? Are you OFA with the verses?
0: Of, of who stick you? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I can be quite quickly though. It
1: is a, it is a better version. Of all in the family, Off Corn's third album, <laughs> right? Because that's just Jonathan Davis and Fred Durst <clears> having like a, an infantile pop at each other. That's what Daphne and Celeste are doing in this song, and it's it's just a better version,
0: you know. Because not being a big Corn fan, yeah, yeah, I'd never heard all in the family yeah. until oh, until about three weeks ago. Okay, yeah. Who's your mama? Your daddy? Your greasy greasy grandmama? Eh? You've got a hole in your panty, like a big behind like Franken... Oh, actually, yeah, it is very similar yes. to that, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard it until about three weeks ago, and I listened to a podcast, and they were discussing songs that you listened to years ago uh, that you don't like now because they've kind of... I don't know, they don't fit in with 2023. Yeah. And this was one of the songs, uh, All in the Family. Yeah, oh,
1: God, yeah all
0: yeah. day long yeah and I listened to I it I didn't like it at the time that was I shit, listened so. to it and I was like yeah I get what you're saying yeah but I didn't think it was like terribly massively offensive
1: I don't it's think you bad. should you should cancel it's like the film um, I Spit on Your Grave um, it
0: sounded like two lads having a bit of a laugh yeah and maybe the language they're using isn't mm. particularly acceptable nowadays mm
1: you ever seen the film I Spit On Your Grave? Oh, you know, I think I have. When it was unbanned because it was on like, the band list until like, the late yeah, 90s, 90s. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought it on DVD as soon as it came out, like, oh, I <laughs> yeah. Spit On Your Grave, and yeah. I watched it and I was like, this should not have been banned for being controversial, it should have been banned for being shit, <laughs> and that's all in the family.
0: Was it actually an album track?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: God, okay. I I just presumed that it was like a B-side or something. No,
1: no, it's on uh, Follow the Leader.
0: Okay, yeah. Having never listened to a whole corn album, I didn't know that. There you go.
1: Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. And never mind whether it's controversial or not, it's just shit.
0: Yeah. Um, Talking of not shit. Absolutely. Turn the lights out, baby. This
2: one's for the ladies in the
0: house. I'd never heard that bit before. This one's for the ladies in the house. Where it says, this one's for the ladies in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. i have never heard that. Really? Mm-hmm. No one sounds funny, but
2: I just can't stand the pain. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. Seems to
0: me... thing, probably, about this is it's a completely, really faithful cover of the Absolutely, original. yeah. Done by a band that you probably wouldn't expect them to take this route, or route, sorry. Uh, I jumped into being American there for a second. Um, you wouldn't expect them to take this route with the song. Um, You would expect them to, like, Mr. Bungle it up. Absolutely. Um, Aside from missing at the second verse, it's just the cover.
1: Completely faithful. And the Ooh!
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is up there on your fucking playlist of the best covers. Of course it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Patton plays it straight down the line. Um, Jim Martin solo is lovely. Yeah. The whole band do the stuff. It's the best song on the album.
1: Oh, get away with you.
0: That by, said. By a fucking country mile.
1: Get away with you. That said. Ooh! Um, you had the um sort of late like nineties into early two thousands, all your old metal bands were throwing yeah. an eighties cover oh on the albums. God, These yeah. guys were the first to do it. There's your influence. Yeah, no this way. was such a such well would have been such a step at the time, obviously I came to them after the fact. But yeah. Innovators. No way, I
0: forgot about that as yeah. well, yeah.
1: Machine headed message in a bottle. Did they? They did. No why? Yeah. Orgy obviously did Blue Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, Faith, obviously. Faith, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Life of Agony did uh, Don't You Forget About Me. Yes, they did, yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I said about doing a new Metal Covers album uh, episode, didn't I? Um, This is immense. It is. I mean,
1: not an album track proper, but still, I'm very happy with its inclusion on all subsequent versions because it's got to be there. It's a great cover of a great song. At 110%. In the words of Superhands from Peep Show, easy like Sontag Morgan.
0: (laughs) What a fantastic way to end the album. I like the Midnight Cowboy thing as well. And I think that. I'm fine fine with it. it. I'm fine with it, yeah. As you say, I think probably, maybe RV would have sat better there. But I think. Easy leaves you feeling a lot better about the album than the last line of RV. It depends what you want in that, from I'm the album, doesn't it? I'm happy
1: to treat Easy as you tag on, your bonus track, your addition to subsequent releases. It works both ways.
0: I really like it. I think it's really good. Yep. Um, okay, so... Give me your verdict first. This is where we talk about the album. Yep. Um, fucking hell. This is hard as well. Yeah. Um, There's a handful of tracks on this album that I really like. And then there's even more handful of bits that I like. Yeah. But them extra bits that I like, there's probably as many bits that I'm like, fucking hell, I don't even not like them. I really don't like them. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think they were going for that a little bit.
0: Oh, I don't dispute one little bit, that that's exactly what they were going for, 100%. Um, as we've gone through the, you know, the reviewers, and people are saying, oh, it's the most influential album, and I can see it, I can see where the influences lie, you can see, track to track, there's bands who have taken this bit, this bit, this bit, and gone forth and multiplied and made their songs, Um it's not someone I'm going to go back to again. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, once again, it ain't shit, man. Just like way back in the day, the <sighs> fucking hell, this sounds absolutely ridiculous. What did I give No to a tragic kingdom of D? Yeah.
1: It's a D plus. This is our reverse roles... Hot fuss. Nearly Yeah You'd say You'd never go back To this Again From the first time I heard this Some tracks are weird like so. It's a minimum Three times a year I go back to um, It's an album That's more than Some of the, some of the parts So original For the time um, I think that Sound on the Previous album If they were looking To take that To the next level They nailed it It's ambitious It's a triumph I think it it's turned them into an old rock slash metal velvet underground
0: Um, people can't see my face then sorry I I
1: think it's my hiking friend said new metal that he grew up with but a step behind for me this is still anything new metal you can point your finger at two steps ahead their influence is still underrated, and 25, 30 years later, still sounds like the future of music. I was toying with an A minus because of the RV thing, but because of the and because of the fact that you know Malpractice isn't making any playlists on its own, and maybe just lopper as well. Mm. But in the context of the album, I think they're pretty essential. So. I think I'm stretching to criticise, so we're going all the way with a <gasps> solid gold A.
0: Oh fucking! Hell. I thought you was gonna say A plus. There.
1: <laughs> there is only one A plus. <laughs> oh, there's only one. There is only one. <laughs> we're like not gonna Thailand. talk about that right now. Thailand.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. What, what else do you say about that?
1: Yeah. What's your top three honest films? Top three honest films. Mm. Oh, now you're asking. <sighs> Predator. T two.
0: Oh, fucking hell, I forgot about Terminator. Terminator. Two.
1: Oh god. Predator, Terminator. Two. Ooh. Oh, I don't want to leave anything out. What well, am oh, I? get the feeling I'm forgetting something. Commando. Oh, I think Total Recall's
0: gotta to be in my top five, top three. All right. Mm. Um, I'm gonna to say top because I'm at that kind of era. Total Recall, Running Man and um, you know I really enjoyed Twins
1: oh god yeah it's <laughs> called Twins isn't it Yeah, is twins, yeah. yeah. Isn't it? yeah. If, yeah. if you're dissing that you, you're just a yeah. tryhard <laughs> and who's an Arnie tryhard literally nobody
0: <laughs> nobody's an Arnie tryhard no. yeah. pure joy yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. Oh, fucking hell! I'd find me an only film that I don't like.
1: Absolutely. Can you think of one? I've never seen Stay Hungry. Stay Hungry. Conan the... the Destroyer wasn't great. The second Conan. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I'm,
0: I've never and seen And oh, it.
1: there's only two Terminators. So if you count the one, if you take te- Terminator Three, Jesus wept.
0: Yeah, I have seen that. Definitely, I've definitely seen this Terminator Four as well, isn't there? Oh, there's there's more.
1: Yeah. But there's not. <laughs> they don't, really? don't
0: exist in this no. in this universe. Right, thank you very much for listening to that. Um, the Faith No More slash Arnold Swartz Nogre episode of the Personal Jukebox Podcast. Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch, man, Faith No More fans, I apologise. Jukeboxpod um, at com, Facebook personal jukebox music podcast instagram at jukebox pod you'll i don't know you'll just like see the pictures of the episodes coming up there but um yeah get in touch drop us a review something like that um i don't know tell boyd if you think he's the faith no more visage or um or not um thank you very much Stuart boyd for joining me on this thank episode. you very much
1: simon Hodgkiss, for having me
0: um that's been a good one, actually. That's been really good. Uh, what do you What do you want to blast out with?
1: I am going to call an Audible here. Do it. I was going to go with a Silver Sun pickup song, but now I'm not. Okay. We might save that for another time. Yeah. Daphne and Celeste, who stick you? Hi,
2: this is my friend Daphne, and I'm Celeste. Who stick you? Your mama too, and your daddy. Who stick you?
1: Which one is that? Is that Daphne or is that Celeste? All I know beyond this song is that they were bottled off stage and was it reading. <laughs> what a fantastic booking! Yeah, amazing, amazing. <laughs> they, they, they are punk as fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Mike Patton would love you picking that for this song. He would. Yeah. He
1: would. You've got. I, I bet he's a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. I bet he Props
1: and love to Daphne and Celeste.
0: Right, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Boyd, for joining me. Thank you and we shall see you very shortly.